Just remember, nobody cares about the craft games. It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Keg foreplay, starring the shipwrecks. Hi, and welcome to Cheap Ass Gamer 4 Play, episode number 41. It's April 22nd, 2008. Happy Earth Day. Thank you. I'm Shipwreck. I miss a Shipwreck. Awesome. I should have said that before I said Happy Earth Day. Oh, no, the Earth's important, too. It is. And, and you are doing your part by keeping the outline down to eight uh, pages. Six, six pages. Six pages. Blue ink. In blue ink, yes, because we're out of black. It's very nice I'm doing my part. I should have printed it in green to show how <laughs> we're pro-Earth. No. No, that doesn't count. But we do recycle. That's what all the TV shows do. They just say, hey, we're going green. All right. But you can, you're going to recycle this when you're done, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about um, video games, since that is what our show is about. Last week, we had a couple really good feedback posts, so we're going to talk about those. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Start us off. Mikey DCT. Sure. Said, it's first time listening to your show. I will take Hour of Victory off your hands for you. For some reason, I really want to play a bad game. Did you have that feeling when you picked it up? I do get in those moods. So, you just want to play crap. Yeah, when I, I don't feel like playing a good game. I'll just play some crap game just to have something to do. But uh, I don't know. I, I just picked it up because it was cheap. There, there wasn't that much of a story behind it. I did play it some more this week. Though. Why? It was in the 360. You're that lazy? And there were achievement points that were just like kind of sitting there to have. I was just curious more, to More see. just sitting there to have than meet the Robinsons? Well, we'll get to that later. I, I I didn't meet the Robinsons. So, are you going to send him our victory? I am. I, I am. I'm feeling generous this week. I, I think that's much so better. If, he was the only one that stepped up and said, you know, I'll play that crappy game. <laughs> I I need to pass it around. I mean, it, it should be like a game that gets passed around CAG. Like, he, he should send it to somebody else next, maybe. We did that. Yeah, we did that in our sorority with, like, you know, memorabilia when you graduated and passed crap on and it was really crap i mean you knew it was crap yeah it was our victory it was it was sentimental crap so that's what we'll do with our victory he can find somebody afterwards that wants to play a crap game and we should like sign it and then like every cag that plays this hour of victory could like sign it so you could see how many cags have actually played this game well not we because i didn't play it well, you, I would you sign, should it. sign it. I'll yes. sign it and, and send it to him. So I'll have to get his address. Okay. Well, Mikey D C T PM ship your You've got a bad game coming your way. Got hour of victory coming coming. Hope you're to still you. in the mood. Wow. Okay. Moving on to Ice Blast twenty one, who was nice enough to PM me and said, I heard you raving about Professor Layton, or was that Mr. Shipwreck? And I got the game for my wife thinking she might like it, since you did. Could have well, been either she, one of us raving right. about it. We both raved about it. Well, she loved it. She's never played any game as long, and she just beat it last night in like 15 hours, which is a long time for her to be playing anything. So I remember someone mentioning Hotel Dusk to you. What did you think of it? My wife was more interested in the latent mystery than the puzzle, so it's Hotel Dusk the game, the better game for that. I'm also thinking of getting a Phoenix Wright game for her. Thanks, Mrs. Shipwreck. Love the podcasts. 
So I suggested. You're welcome. <laughs> wow, you're <laughs> you're kind of honorary tonight. No, I, it was it was a PM to you, so yes. I, I understand why I didn't get mentioned in that that PM. Well, I am the host. Yes, you are. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to what games um, Ice Blast Twenty One might like, and more importantly, what games his wife might like. Yeah, he's looking for a woman's perspective on this, I guess. Well, I really did like Hotel Dusk because I'm the one who played Hotel Dusk. You haven't played it yet. Not really, no. And it was very enjoyable. Uh, the only thing that I mentioned because you want to know ahead of time. Sometimes what frustrated me was the parts where you're interacting with a character and you're kind of, like, interrogating them, and if you don't ask them the questions in the right order, you have to start that conversation over again. You don't have to start the whole game over again, but that was the only thing that was occasionally frustrating. It's not much on the puzzles. It's a, you know, exploring-type game, and so I think she'd like it. And the other games I suggested were the Touch Detective games. Okay. Because Those are good games. We, well, and we haven't played the second one. No, no, we played the first one, but the second but, one's supposed to be more of the same. And then uh, I would suggest the Phoenix Wright games. Right, which he also brought up. Okay, okay, um, good. As getting a Phoenix Wright game for it. Um, yeah, because those don't have, there's, those aren't puzzle-centric at all. They're they're mainly, uh, I don't know, just interactive book-type things. Yeah, all good games. So um, hopefully those suggestions will pan out well for you. Uh, moving on to Down with the Ships, what we've been playing this week. Okay. And for some reason, I always put the rock band stuff in this section, so we'll start off with it again. <laughs> i got to find a better section. That has to move to on the DL, I think. That would be the logical choice since you download these songs and you pay for them every Next week. Next week, the rock band stuff will be in on the DL. It's a breaking news bulletin. Yeah. yeah Ship's going to move the rock band downloadable <laughs> songs. All right. But so, this week. Yes, this week is the first week for a full album to come out for rock band. Okay. And it is Judas Priest. Uh, what's the name of the album? I don't have that in front Screaming of me. Screaming for Vengeance. Screaming for Vengeance. Okay. Nine songs for $15 or $2 per song. There's more albums coming. Um, this is not an album that I particularly care for. but Fair enough. Um, Final Fantasy IX for PlayStation 1. Okay. I played it a little bit. Yeah, you haven't played that much. This, this It was your birthday on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday was my birthday. We recorded late last week. And Saturday I worked, mm -hmm. and then Saturday night we went out to dinner for my birthday. Had a little fondue. We did have fondue at the melting pot, which if you have a melting pot near you, you should go. It's really fun. And then on Sunday we did birthday stuff all day, and then Monday was my day off. Yeah, so Sunday I... we got up, went to IHOP. Yeah, that was and good. And then uh, went to a whole bunch of half-price books. Yes, we did. And then we went to Mexican for dinner with my parents. Yeah. So it was fun. We had a good, I had a good birthday. And then Monday was my day off, so I previewed video games and watched movies on my Apple TV and did a lot of laundry. Well, that's a fun game. Oh, yeah. Laundry's really fun. So, so okay. you haven't played too much Final Fantasy? No, but I did week. play a little bit. All right. Fair enough. I played, playing... I'm still playing Dungeon Siege. Not too much to report on that one still. That's the PSP version. Yeah. It's still a crawling through a dungeon, hacking up stuff, collecting stuff. I should be finishing up that one pretty soon, I think. And Meet the Robinsons. That's been your upstairs Xbox game of choice, which you took a little bit of a beating in the forums about buying this game. Yeah, Thor Thorbon uh, said it was pretty horrible, and, and I got a lot of messages while I was playing it. Yeah, a lot of people making fun of you. <laughs> yeah, Cheapy with his Meet the Achievements comment, and uh, 
some other people just making little comments. I think some people thought you were playing it, too, because your account was logged in while I was playing. Right, which I was not. I just want to throw that out there. It was not playing Meet so, the Robinsons. So Meet the Robinsons. Um, I wouldn't say it's a bad game, actually. It's really no different than 90% of those platformers based on a Disney movie game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's playable. It it puts me to sleep pretty quickly. Which is why you play it on yeah, the upstairs. I play it upstairs before I go to bed. And it, it puts me to sleep probably within 45 minutes or so. There's a lot of needless wandering around. See, I think you should play it during the day when you don't want to be put to sleep and see if it's that much more annoying. Because see I if think it's palatable that, during the day? Yeah, I really don't think it will be because I think part of the only reason why you're able to tolerate it is because you're in bed wanting to fall asleep. I tried it some on Saturday morning when you were at work. Again, and you were I, in bed. I took a nap after right. I was, after I had played for a while. So you need to play it and then not sleep and see how annoyed I don't know you if, are. I don't know if that's possible. Exactly. It, it puts me to sleep every time. But it's like a cross between uh, like Ratchet and Clank type stuff because you have all these weapons that you collect and you like blow stuff up and collect the par- the parts and like make new inventions and stuff. Which blowing stuff up is fine. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Right, and it is crap. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, River King. Oh, my gosh. So we're previewing River King for the DS this week. And mm-hmm. so because I had never played a River King game, but we own them, I got out River King for the PlayStation 2. It is made by Natsumi, which who is who did um, Harvest, Moon. Harvest Moon. So all the characters look like Harvest Moon characters. And it plays very much like Animal Crossing as far as the fishing, where you have right. to, like, you know, there's the different shadows in the river and if it's a big fish versus little fish and you have to collect all these different types. But the fishing in Animal Crossing was my favorite part of it. I hated the little, you know, I left my notebook at Panda's house. Go get it for me. And then Panda's like, I left it at Frog's house. And, you know, that's the annoying part of Animal Crossing. Okay, there's a little bit of that in this. No, but not just random Go get the. I mean, it's all based around the fishing. The fishing Either there's yeah. fishing competitions, or there's someone that needs you to catch a type of fish, or there's cooking, which you have to catch certain types of fish and learn recipes to cook them. Okay. So it's like all the good things about Animal Crossing. I really like it. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a lot more streamlined than Animal Crossing. Like, there's not nearly as much to do. There's no bug catch. Well, there is a little bit of bug catching, you but not. You have to catch bugs for bait. But that all, all that involves is standing in a particular spot and pressing the X button a lot until right. you catch enough to fill up your uh, tackle box. Right. It's not like you're hunting around for bugs like you do in Animal Crossing. No, but there are different areas, and you're forgetting that we're only in the first area. Right. I mean, it, it's a fun little game. It, it could get quite addictive because uh, there's a whole bunch of... You played it just of... as long as I did. Well, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm yeah, not trying to. I'm just, I'm just making... It could get quite addictive. I think it's better than what you're giving Isn't that a credit a good for. Thing? Yeah, but you're acting like you're not already addicted to it. That's the difference. Uh, I, I don't know if I like it quite as much as you do, but I still think it's very good. Okay, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Unlike Animal Crossing, it's not just you throw in your bobber with your bait on it, and then you wait till it goes down, and, and then the fish just comes up right, right, right there. You have, there's a whole, like, you wait till the bobber goes down, and then you have to reel in the fish. Right. There's a whole reeling in Like it goes like down underneath the water. With ten- like the tension of your fishing line and all that, which I think is fun. I enjoy it. Well, and that's all that matters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're going that route again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, what else? 
That's really we purchased some more played. stuff this week. Right. I, I played some Arcana Heart because I bought that this week. And yes. I like it. I knew I would. It's a big boobed fighter. <laughs> That's really all it is. My girl didn't have big boobs. She was the only one. Now, my... The spirit person... the spirit person isn't I, wearing any clothes. She has clothes on her bottom. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I didn't expect that, I have to say. Uh, but she's like the goddess of love or something like that. That's Which means that's why. your boobs fly about, apparently. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it looks like it, a decent As fighter. far as a fighting game goes, it's it's very good. Yeah. I, I like it. I, uh, I haven't quite got down all the moves yet. I've pretty much just played it like a Street Fighter clone where all the half circles and... I like that. that do all the special moves, but right. I you like haven't it. figured out how to jump up high in the air. Yet. It's it's very quirky and uh, very Japanese. Yeah, all the cutscenes and it's like Sailor Moon fighting other Sailor Moon characters. A little bit more PG thirteen than Sailor Moon. Yeah. So what else would we buy? Um, Harvey Birdman for the PSP on clearance at Best Buy. Yeah, I picked it up. It was fifteen dollars. Haven't played it yet. You also got Enchanted Arms and Stranglehold at the Toys R Us clearance. That was a pretty good deal there because all their clearance games are 20% off. And then this week, if you buy two games that are $10 or more, you get $10 off. And they were only nineteen ninety eight to start with. Yeah, so after all those deals combined, I got the both of them for like $25, $26 total. Yeah, that was a good deal, I'll admit. And they're actually two games that you're going to want to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get you, my saxophone on and Enchanted Arms. You also bought a, oh, a television is, game. This is the highlight of the half week. At half-price books when we were off doing our half-price. See, the problem is that we used to live in Columbus where there are eight, eight, I think, half-price books. Uh, that might be a little bit much. It might be like five. There's a lot, and you could really circle them around and get some really good stuff if you spent the whole day going to half-price books, which we enjoy. Mm-hmm. In Cincinnati, there's four. Four. And we went to two of them. Yes. And you found Masters of the Universe for the Intellivision. The sealed. power of He-Man. Sealed. This is great. In the box. Sealed up. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have a catchphrase on the back. I went to enter it into my database. And you didn't have a catchphrase? I don't have a catchphrase. They didn't have catchphrases back on the Intellivision games. There's a, there's a thing I'm on the sorry. front that says, new super graphics. Oh, and I'm, they that's, do look that's super. That's pretty hot. And, it's uh, nice looking. It's got like two gameplay modes. You have one where he's like flying around on his little uh, green hovercraft vehicle, uh-huh. uh, the Wind Raider. I don't know if you remember that or not. I do not. Oh, it was like an orange and, and green. See, right there on the cover. Yeah, she had one too. She did? She did. Oh. I thought she just had like a unicorn with wings or something. Yeah, but you can't just ride around on the unicorn with wings. I mean, that'd be like He-Man riding Battle Cat everywhere. He didn't ride Battle Cat everywhere. Battle Cat rode in the speeder with him. Battle Cat does not appear to be in this game. Well, that's probably why it didn't do so well. <laughs> but then you have the on-foot portions where you take on Skeletor, too. It looks or top-notch. What looks to be Skeletor. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming he's this blue guy. The blue blob? The blue, yes. Okay. That that could be um, Beast Man or Merman, but, but generally Skeletor was the blue one. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, we have contests. We do. We have two contests. Okay, stop looking at Masters of the Universe now. Okay. It, Put it, it down. looks so good. Like, they even on the back of it, they actually list out the two guys who made the game. So, big ups to Ray Kastner and Rick Koning. <laughs> Excellent job, guys. <laughs> Bonus comic inside, too. 
But you're not going to open no, it. No, this will never get opened. I don't even have an Intellivision to play on. You don't on. even know that the game's in there. It oh, could no, just it's, be... it's in there here. <laughs> it could be just the manual only. No, no. It's, I'm not questioning it's it. It's all there. This is great. It is that, great. That's quality stuff right <laughs> It is pretty funny. Um, okay, so moving on. We have contests. People want to know if they won prizes. They did not win Masters of the Universe for the Intellivision. Uh. Okay. Moving on. Moving on to what they did win. Oh, okay. Last week, we had a contest where uh, the prize was donated by DSi, thank you very much, um, which was Barnyard Bat Blast for the DS. Very and, fun game. Yes. And Wombat came up with our contests for last week, so props to Wombat. Uh, what game would you like to see spoofed in a sequel? And the winner is M-Rated. Yes, CAG M-Rated. He and... put down Mario. This wasn't a very good contest by Wombat because it wasn't like they they couldn't like give funny answers or anything. It was just like they, everybody just put a character down. Well, if you add and why after everything. Well, I know, but he didn't add and why, or we didn't add and why. So Mario was a was a uh, acceptable answer. So M rated gets the prize. Sweet. You will enjoy Barnyard Blast for your DS very much. So PM ship to arrange for us to send you your prize. Also, we had a prize donated by CAG Squeedum 49 which was Call of Duty 4 Variety Map Pack Code. and For the 360. For the 360. And also, contest created by Wombat, if you could make up a new attribute, what would it be? And I thought this was a really good contest, because yeah, I looked through it, that, and there were some good ones. That was a much better contest by Wombat, Wombat there. Uh, you can stick around, maybe give us some contests in the future. And the winner is Bo Jizzle, who said they would create the attribute Vengeful Spirit, where you come back as a ghost in order to get revenge on whoever killed you. You don't get a point for it, but you kill that bastard who camp killed you with the knife. Very nice. Very nice. I thought that one was going to be about a uh, comic spinoff between, uh, I think that was Ghost Rider and Venom. They were spirits of vengeance. There, there was seriously a comic called Spirits of Vengeance with Venom and Ghost Rider? Yeah, yeah. You're just you can read of, it. You can read it later. You're just full it's, of my nutrients tonight. Basement. We own it? Oh, yeah. It's a whole miniseries. It's like four or five uh, issues, at least. Wow. All right. Well, moving on to our new contest. This one's a good one. Uh, I like this one. Yeah, this one is a good one. Uh, the prize is Championship Pony, donated by DSi for your DS. Yeah, this, so. this game is... Uh, is one where you, I think you get to do, like, dressage and do some show jumping, dress up your pony. So hopefully someone that will win this that has a child that might want to play that game. Or well, trade-in credit. They might really like ponies. Maybe. Well, chances are whoever wins this has never played a pony game before. <laughs> so we're expanding their horizons. Right. <laughs> All right. So the contest is, if you had a racehorse, what would you name it? What would you name yours? I don't know. Sparkles? No, you can't name a racehorse Sparkles. It's, first of all, got to be multiple names. Like, you can't just have Sparkles. Like, it would have to be Princess Sparkles of Funland. So then, when it has ponies in the future, after its racing career is done, they take parts of that name and give it to the offspring. So you can do the lineage. Huh. So the contest entries must have more than one name. <laughs> no, they don't. But I'm oh. just saying. In well, you real just said... horse racing, 
Well, this is real horse racing. We're not messing around here. <laughs> well, I don't care what people say. <laughs> well, I do. It's got to be multiple multiple words then in their name. Multiple words. Yes. That could be a name. Multiple, multiple words. words. The horse. <laughs> so we also have another prize. Well, there'll be a contest started with that one. We also have another prize, courtesy of CAG Nintendork327. I like that name a lot. It's already taken. Apparently by 327 people. Apparently. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, but he was gen- he or she um, was generous enough to donate a Wii Classic controller and 2,000 Wii points. This is a great prize. And all you have to do is tell us what you would spend your points on. Yeah, and so why. And why. And why? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, that's fine. So what would you spend 2,000 Wii points on if you had them? I'd buy a... Uh... Oh, what was that treasure game that, that was a Japanese import? Oh, you're going to kill me here. Uh, it was a shooter that never came out over here. I'd buy that because I don't know the title of it at, at the moment. And okay. then uh, <laughs> uh, I'd buy that, like, I don't know, multiple times until it surpassed $20 worth of points. You would buy one thing over and over <laughs> No, I can't think of I don't know. What else, what else is there out there that you would buy on the virtual console? It's got to be out already. So th- there's only a couple. I would, I would buy the sequel to Newtopia. Since I've played the first one of that. What about River King for the Game Boy Color? Is that on there? There's no Game Boy Color games yet on the virtual um, console. I'm sure I can think of some games that even though we might have them, I might want them on my Wii Virtual Console because then I don't have to go hook up a freaking Genesis or Super Nintendo to play them because that, that's just more difficult. Okay. So Well, I'm I sure other people something. have things that they would like to buy with 2,000 Wii points as well. So Maybe we just took all know. their answers. Yeah, they might They might be thinking of that game that I can't think of the name of. Somebody will tell you. Wow. So we also got a really great email message from a listener in Sweden, Stockholm, who is LX4 on CAG. Okay. And they said, great show, rather amazing show. I've really fallen in love with it. But they had some ways that we could improve, which I happen to think are some great ideas. So, um... They really pointed out that most of the time when you're listening to a podcast, you're doing something else, either driving or she gave the example washing dishes, something like that. And it okay, would, well, there's her problem. She just needs to just focus just on focus the on the show. No, no I, I happen to agree that a good idea would be that we mention the names of the, the titles of the games more and repeat like what system they're for and such, so that if you just happen to pick up a snippet, it makes more sense. I can see that being being a good suggestion. And they also ta- mentioned um, adding on show notes at the end of the MP3 file so that it shows up on your iPod. Okay, yeah. So when you're when you're looking at the the MP3, it would show what games we had talked about. Right. Not when we talked about them because that takes way too much effort. But I, and I that can, does take a long time. I, I can just uh, yeah, I can I can copy in uh, the. Systems just the names. And, and the name of the games. We so then about. that way you can be like, oh, I really wanted to buy that game. What was it called? And you can just pull it up on your iPod, which I think is a great idea. So thank you so much for the positive feedback and the good suggestions because it definitely sounds great. Um, moving on to the core of the show, which is the new releases, which again, we're continuing the April drought. No, of... no, no. This This is the first week in a while that I've actually looked forward to talking about some of these games. Some. It's still more craft than not. Well, next next week ends it. Puts a end to the crappy games for sure. What's coming out next week? 
Next week is Mario Kart and Grand Theft Auto 4. Ooh. So, yeah, big week next week. I know which one I'll be previewing. Which one? Mario Kart. Okay. You've played all the Grand Theft Auto games. Not all, but... I I haven't played played any. Okay. All right. So moving back to this week. Uh, Multi-platform, the first thing we have is NBA Ballers. Chosen one. That is for the Xbox 360 and the PS3. Uh, This is the third NBA Ballers. They switch every other year. Uh, The NBA gave the license to EA and Midway. So only one lifestyle basketball game can come out each year. So uh, EA has their NBA Street, and Midway has Ballers. Okay. Uh, so if you've never played Ballers before, it's a one-on-one basketball game. Okay. I think there's some like two-on-two modes too, but the the core of the game is one-on-one basketball, and it's it's all kind of like street ball type things where you're just trying to do all these crazy moves and then score, and then like you're bouncing off their heads or dribbling behind so the, it's the other like, players uh, back. back. Who's that? Basketball team, the Harlem Globetrotters. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, I guess that kind reference like... works. Yes, okay. uh, it's kind of like that type of stuff. Um, the character models in this one look really good. Uh, they have that weird, like they've been covered in Crisco type of look to them. Okay. Like they're really shiny. Okay. I don't know why they're so shiny, but very shiny basketball players in yeah. NBA ballers. Yes, yes, but uh, it's got a good roster to it. Um, I really liked the first game. I didn't play the second one, which was Phenom, but the first two came out for the Xbox and the PS2. Uh, this one looks pretty much the same type of gameplay. They've added new moves. They've added new defensive mood moves as well. So you can do like special moves on defense where not only do you block their shot, but you like throw it back at them and hit, hit, it, hit them in the head with it and you grab it then. Um, stuff like that. And you can like make steals and then do moves at the same time. Uh, so it looks pretty good. I, I like these games. It has some classic uh, NBA players in there, like it's got Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and Oscar Robertson. Uh, no Michael Jordan because I think he's got a contract with the EA exclusively, or he's like I don't know. They handle him differently than everywhere okay. else. Um, but it looks good to me. I I wish it wasn't sixty dollars, but I understand why it is. Yeah. But uh, I will own this game at some point. But just probably not for sixty dollars. Probably not. Probably wait for twenty dollars. Well, moving on. That was the only. Multi-platform game coming out. Mm-hmm. So moving on to the Wii, we've got Battle of the Bands. Okay, this is one you did. Yeah, um, this game is for the Wii, and so therefore, instead of using a guitar or one of the other instruments, you're actually using the Wii Mote. And it is a rhythm-based game, but instead of the notes going from the top of the screen down, they come from the bottom of the screen up. And whoa. You you, I know. Whoa. <laughs> this and, is totally different than everything of, we've had instead before. Instead of having red or blue or green or yellow as a button, you have different movements to the Wiimote that you make. So you move the Wiimote left, you move it right, you move it toward the screen, or you jiggle it around. Okay. So it's almost kind of like you're conducting. Is no, that's what I was getting ready to say was there's there was a game that Nintendo showed at an E3 a couple of years ago where... Uh, uh, Miyamoto was actually conducting music right. with the Wiimote. And it's, it's similar movements is that um, the whole premise of the game is that obviously Battle of the Bands being the title is that it's your band versus another band. And in addition to getting your rhythm down and getting the movements of the Wiimote 
in tune to the music, you can also do special attacks where you're like physically attacking the other band. Okay. Which is kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, they you did can, that in Guitar Hero 3. Right. Well, you can cause their music notes to all come out on the screen backwards or yeah, same, that kind of stuff. Same type of thing. Um, but the catch is that there are 30-something songs, I think. Um, yeah, 30 songs. And you play each song in one of five musical styles. Five musical styles are rock, hip-hop slash funk, country, Latin, and marching band. Marching band. So, yeah. Now, are these songs, like, are these songs we know? Or yeah, these... they're pretty well-known songs. Um, the whole list is available. I looked it up. So these, these are songs by, like, but... actual music, like, actual bands that you hear on the radio and stuff. Yep. Okay. Man of Constant Sorrow from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh Brother Where Art Thou. You can listen to it in Latin. Interesting. That's an interesting song choice for a anyway. I know in, in a video game. Anyways, but... it's it's a lot of quirky songs that that you're gonna go really, or there's a, a particular music style that you're gonna know is gonna be really weird to hear that song in. So okay. overall, it looks like fun. It seems a bit high for fifty bucks for me. But I don't know. I think it's because I'm so used to paying around forty for my Wii games. There just hasn't been a Wii game that I've really wanted for fifty bucks lately. It, it's to the point where I have a hard time with fifty dollars Wii games. I think, like I'm so used to everything coming out, like you said, at forty or below, unless it's a Nintendo published game. Right. It's almost like that fifty dollars price point is just too much. But I still think Battle of the Bands is a solid game, and anybody looking for a good Wii rhythm game, is well, we'll see how it. we'll see how it pans out. See how the reviews come out on it, because the, the idea seems the okay. controls are rumored to be very tight, which is essential for this game. I mean, if the controls sucked, then you might as well not buy it. Yeah. But they're they're supposed to be good. So moving on to Heavenly Guardian, which is a Deja preview uh, that you did a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, this one came out for the PlayStation 2 a while back. Uh, uh, probably, I think it was originally supposed to come out in February, and then it got delayed a couple times. But this is the sequel to uh, Pocky and Rocky. Oh, yeah. I I, uh, I had forgotten that he was even coming out for the Wii, which I'm pretty excited about this. $20 for this seems like a really good deal. It's a... But they lost the... They lost the Pocky and Rocky license, which was... Pocky and Rocky was a little girl and a raccoon. And now it's a little, a different little girl and a rabbit. Right. Right. And uh, it, it's an overhead um, kind of like adventure game. It looks kind of i i would I would say it's kind of like uh, people would be familiar with like Zelda on the Super Nintendo, where it's got that kind of look to it from overhead. Assume it's overhead, okay. Uh, but it's a it's got like shmup uh, like gameplay to it. Okay. So you're walking around these environments. But you're attacking by throwing stuff, and all this stuff is coming at you. Uh, all kinds of like bullets and everything, or whatever they're throwing. And in the original one, you threw playing cards, okay. or tarot cards, or whatever, at the enemies to kill them. Or if you're the raccoon, you, you threw leaves. Okay. So they're going to be throwing something zany in this yeah, one we're as both, well. We're both sounding a little uh, stuffed up from. Oh, I'm sure we are. Because leaves. You just said leaves, and it just sounded really. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. You've been getting a lot of slack lately, or getting a lot of flack. Flack. Yeah, uh, wow. For sounding um, stuff. For sound, yeah, and saying things like wolves or wolves or whatever. No, I say, I say wolf. 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 Uh, and, uh, and apparently, uh, goff. Yeah. I, I don't I don't pronounce my LFs very well. Well, and our listeners don't know is that when you're, when you're like, we're splitting up the games at the beginning of the week, 
to figure out who's going to preview what. You literally have to spell everything because half the time I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> it's a good feature in a podcast host. <laughs> yeah, mumbling. It's, it's definitely the skill you want to have. But uh, for $20, I don't know what they added, if anything, for the Wii version of Heavenly Guard- Guardian. But uh, I- I'll pick it up for $20. I mean, that's that's nothing. Yeah, and it's nothing compared to the $50 Wii games that we were just talking about. Um, moving on to a $40 Wii game, Target Terror. All right, this is just ridiculous. They're charging $40 for this. This is a light gun game. Okay, which could be good. Okay. Do you remember the the light gun games where they, like, used real people? They were full motion video or digitized people? No. Never saw them in the arcade? Like, like real looking people would pop out from behind stuff and then you would shoot them? All I remember is playing the one with the pink gun and the one with the blue gun. That's one of them. That's okay. Lethal Enforcer. Forcers. Okay, then yes. Okay, so that type of stuff. Or did they look real? Uh, Well, I mean, they... They yes. look as real they, as they're real. Be. They're pictures of real people that like okay. pop up, or they're little like animations. Okay, yeah. That are All captured right, I'm, from I'm video. I'm following you. Okay, that is what this is. It, it's a. I couldn't believe this game was came out in 2004, but it looks like holy cow, one of those older games. Like Konami did make Lethal Enforcers, the one you're talking about. So they just ported this to the Wii. Yeah, it's an arcade game that ported to the Wii, trying to charge forty dollars for. <laughs> I, <laughs> $20, sure, shovel anything you want out on the Wii for $20. But 40, we, we've come to expect that. But $40, $40, I mean, that is a should be a quality Wii game for $40. Yeah. And this is, isn't very good. I mean, it wasn't a good light gun to ga- game to begin with. How are the controls? I, I'm sure they're okay. I don't know. I mean, it's the other light gra- gun games... And graphically, it's just, graphically, it's just a nightmare. For $40, when you can pick up House of the Dead 2 and 3... Yeah. For twenty, you can pick up Ghost Squad for twenty dollars or yeah, less. Yeah, that one was good. Both of those are fine. Those are great games. This one for forty is a little ridiculous. Well, what's not ridiculous, and it is fits in very well with Earth Day, is the next Wii game on our list, which is Wild Earth African Safari, or African Terror, as you like to call it, because <laughs> I get my list of games again, and it says Wild Earth African Terror. I, I, I could I not find had, that game. <laughs> I must have had Target Terror on the brain. I, I was thinking when I made out the outline. Um, but this is a it's a piece. There's a PC game out, and it's essentially a port of a PC game. But it's a it's a photojournalism simulation where you're on safari and you see an animal and you take its picture and you compete to get the best pictures. There is a safari picture taking mini game that's also included. Okay. Um, I mean, we've seen these type of games Thirty dollars for running around taking photos? That's all you do. It's not like it's Pokemon is, is where this... you're paying for the license. Do you know if this is edutainment of any sort? Do I like? Oh, there's always edutainment. Do I take a picture of like a cheetah? And yeah, you'll it learn says, about it. This is fast. I'm not sure that it's it's quite that. That's how it works. It's not up yeah, to that there level. Is, there is some edge. No, <laughs> I'm not sure that it's every time you take a picture. Okay. But there is. But like if I look at my scrapbook maybe afterwards. Yeah. I could have like a scrapbook with all my pictures in it. Right. Yeah. I could like cut little shapes around the pictures and stick it in there. Yeah. Rivet some stuff on there. You could. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm not interested. No. Not for $30. (laughs) Um, And really. African Terror might have been a better game. (laughs) Yeah. That would have been more fun. You need to come up with a light gun game where you're just running around, like, getting stalked by animals and stuff. I think that'd be more fun. 
like an island of Dr. Moreau kind of thing. So, that could work. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the DS. That was all we had for the Wii. Uh, Cory in the that house. That was enough for the Wii. <laughs> well, oh, Cory in the house. Cory in the house. Yeah. I'm so excited. I, I, I right away called not it on this game. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, I, I knew nothing about this, but it is a uh, TV show on Disney, uh-huh. which is a spinoff of That's So Raven. Raven has a spin-off? Yeah. It, really? I, I don't know how, like, I don't know what, I've never seen either show, obviously. No. So I don't know how this one relates to Raven, but apparently this character was on Raven. Corey, uh, Corey's dad, he's a chef, and he gets the job of being head chef at the White House. So this, oh, in the house. in the house is the The White House, house yes. Uh, so... <sighs> He has his friends who like he's got a friend who's like the the son of the I don't know chief justice or something. Okay. And then there's a girl who is the daughter of some ambassador, like some I think it's a made up country ambassador or whatever. Okay. They're they're very very ethnically diverse. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a group of kids here. Okay. Um, and so in the game, mm-hmm. the premise behind the game is Corey makes these these bobbleheads, lovingly makes these bobbleheads of the presidents. Yeah. And they're award-winning bobbleheads. Okay. And this evil toy maker steals his bobbleheads and uses them to hypnotize all the government officials in Washington. I, I'm, I'm speechless. How do you make that up? I, I don't know. It might be real. This has me scared. That there's a show out there? <laughs> You're worried about our, our president being hypnotized, <laughs> hypnotized by, by bobbleheads. Bobblehead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, it's it's a uh, you like sneak around and and defeat the evil toy maker bobbleheads things. Okay, um, there's not a whole lot out about the gameplay. <laughs> no, but you really need to. I mean, following up that, all you need to do is release the the. It is on sale at Amazon line. for twenty seven dollars. Or you could pay full price for twenty nine ninety nine anywhere else. Um, but that is Corey in the house for the DS. Dream pinball. It's also coming out or got pushed back or whatever. I don't know. It's $20. And if you're going to buy a pinball game, buy the pinball game that we've been... Williams Collection. Yeah, that we've been... Well, that one didn't come out for the DS, so this might be a a better option. One of your better options for pinball or DS. I guess. Um, Oh, okay. So these games are actually something that somebody cares about. Um, For the DS, we've got Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and (laughs) Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Both, yes, both of those. <laughs> Explorers of Darkness and Explorers of Time. Because, of course, you cannot release one Pokemon game anymore or it offsets the universe and we implode. Well, yeah, because everybody would buy one and the Earth would spin off as Axis. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I you mean, have to balance really. it out here. But, you know, it wasn't... It's not like when I was choosing between Diamond and Pearl that it was like, duh, diamonds are better, let's go for that one. No, this one I'm not quite sure which one's better. I'm just going... Strictly by guessing here. So, these two I would games, go darkness. But I haven't told you the difference yet. Okay. Okay. So, these two games are kind of sequels to uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Blue Rescue Team, and Red Rescue Team. Which, which one would you have gone with there? Um, blue. Blue's my favorite color. 
So the difference for these games is that instead of playing as a human that's in charge of Pokemon, you play as a boy who gets transported into the Pokemon universe and becomes a Pokemon. Got so it. you are the Pokemon. So you start up the game and it asks you 20 questions. And based on your answers to those 20 questions, you get to be assigned one of 16 Pokemon. And that is who what? you are for the rest of the okay. game. Yeah, Wombat talked about this a little bit on the CADcast because he has it. He's, uh-huh. he's a bird of some sort. Is he... I don't even know which ones of these are birds. Trico? No, that sounds like it may be a gecko. Uh... Bulbasaur, I know, is not a bird. Squirtle's not a bird. Charmander's not a bird. Skitty? Skitty may be a bird? That sounds right. Chikorita? Chikorita I, I, I think Wombat's a Chikorita. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to go with that not, one. Wombat's a Chikorita. Um, anyway, the difference is that one of the games comes with... Uh, where did I write it down? Oh, crap. Um, <laughs> no, they don't come with crap. It's just that... There's a difference. Oh, here it is. One comes with Celebi. Time comes with Celebi. And Darkness comes with Mewtwo, which sounds like a cat to me. Mewtwo, it's a famous one. Yeah. That that one got, like, revealed in Pokemon the movie. So go with Darkness. 2000 or something. you want Mewtwo. How do I know that? I don't know. It's, it's worrying me. Anyway, you... It's a dungeon crawler, which is the difference for these Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, is instead of going around and having all these random battles, which you know is my least favorite thing about the Pokemon games, it's a dungeon crawler. So you're fighting through Yeah, Wombat said you were pressing A a bunch. He didn't really like this very very much. His problem was when you died, since it's one of these uh, mystery dungeon games, it's one of the things where you die and you lose like half of your stuff. because you never know where you were and you can't get back there. Yeah, yeah, so I... I mean, we we covered one of these earlier, and it looked good to us too. Like the a couple months ago, maybe Sheeran the Wanderer. Yeah, that's from the same Mystery Dungeon series. I I I would like to play one of these sometime. I think I might want to try this one, Darkness. Um, We're going with Darkness. That's still yeah. with Mewtwo, too, right? Right. Yeah. So other than the Wi-Fi capabilities, which you obviously didn't have on Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team blue or red. The nice thing about the Wi-Fi is that if you've got your DS hooked up and you've got it on Wi-Fi, let's say you close it and you go do something else, the game keeps sending you rescue missions. So all of a sudden it'll start, like you'll get a, like a, it'll light up or something like that. Your beeper will go off. Yeah. Come, you got somebody to go rescue and then you'll have to go rescue them. Okay. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Or sure. Or maybe annoying. I can't decide. But anyway, um, it piqued my interest. And I'm... I don't know. I just need to know what questions to answer so that I'm not a Chikorita. <laughs> we'll, ask, we'll have to ask Wombat about that. Right. Uh, there are some deals on this. Circuit City is offering a free Pokemon action figure and 50% off the strategy guide if you buy it there. We would need the strategy guide. Um, and... Also, Toys R Us is offering $10 off when you buy any two Pokemon games. Like, say, Explorers of Darkness and Explorers of Time. Gotcha. All right, moving on to River King, Mystic Valley. Um, Again, we dusted off the PS2 version and tried playing it. This version, of course, is coming out for the DS. And... I would imagine it's pretty similar because all the Harvest Moons are pretty much the same thing. Well, but remember how when we started the PS2 version, we got to choose which character we wanted to be, and then the storyline changed based on who we were. Yeah. Like, why they needed the River King. Well, in this one, you play as a boy whose sister's in a coma, and you need to get the River King in order to save her. 
that you can't change that. You are that boy. There's no picking your characters, which was a little bit different. And, um, I mean, you got the DS stylus, so all the fishing, instead of hitting X a bunch, which is what you do on the PlayStation 2, you just use your stylus to catch the fish. Okay. I'm sure it's it's probably, it would work well as a port- portable game, I would think. I think so, too, and I really like, um, I like the PS2 version, so I don't really see any reason why I wouldn't like the DS version. And the price is pretty good for 30 bucks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty standard for... For most DS games, but the next one is more expensive than that, but it is a very good one. Uh, $40 for The World Ends With You. For the DS? Yeah, Square likes to charge a premium for their stuff. Well, it is an RPG. Uh, and it's it's apparently getting very good reviews. Um, it's set in a modern-day Tokyo. Okay. Uh, the Shibu- Shibuya, I guess is how you pronounce it. I am horrible with those. Uh, District of Tokyo. You didn't ask Chipia ahead of time how you pronounce that? Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know how to pronounce it. I, it just didn't come out very well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you're pronouncing it wrong. But anyway. Well, I, I pronounce wolf wrong, so right. that's you, okay. Right. You pronounce English words wrong. So this is a modern-day RPG. Okay. It's got a lot of unique features to it in that you have two different characters at any given time. All right. But they're, like, in your party? Yeah, in your party. Um, now, your character is on the bottom screen. The other character is on the top screen. So your main character is on the bottom, whatever party member you have on the top. The bottom screen, you control all your movements by doing stylus actions. So you do all your battling, and and you can like pick up cars and stuff and throw them around at the different enemies. That sounds like fun. Now the top screen, you're controlling the person and battling up there at the same time. With the... With the D-pad. Huh. So, like, left and right on the D-pad do attacks... And up and down, do dodge and defend. So you're fighting with both people at the same time. Yes. Now, on the top screen also, there's like this this game of concentration going on. Like the, the card game concentration. Where yeah. you I have to like... concentration was the one with the little pieces and it popped up at you. Oh, what it, what it, it's like memory. Okay. <laughs> okay, so there aren't little pieces that pop no, up no. at you. No, no. What was concentration the... Concentration is the one where you set the timer and it, you have to put all the little pieces that are like heart-shaped and... Okay. Little what did they call? What did they call the uh, the TV version of Memory? Remember there was an actual show where oh. you would uncover the things. I thought that was called Concentration. But that was the one with the picture behind it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, same thing. It's it's the you have to match up cards that are flipped yeah, that over. That one was called Concentration. Okay. So yeah, there's weird branding there. Uh, so there's these three cards up at the top of the screen. Okay. And so you're trying to match those up in time with. When you are pressing the controls up at the top, okay, uh, like the person fighting up at the top, so that you can end your move, so that the center card is the end of that move. Like there's like symbols on the cards. It sounds really confusing, but apparently it works really I'm well. I'm confused. Yeah, I am too. But apparently it works really well. And the nice thing about it is that if you don't feel like doing all that stuff, it's got so many different difficulty settings in the game yeah. that you don't have to deal with that stuff if you don't want to. Okay, so I so can play it on super easy. And... You can play it on super easy, and the same thing is if you're really good at the game, you, you don't have to. You can make it harder. You can make it harder. Uh, you can decrease the level of your character and increase the level of the enemies. Um, so it's constantly a challenge, no matter how good or bad you are at the game. Well, it sounds like definitely a quirky RPG. Yeah, and I think I read that even when you close the the DS and don't play it for a while, your characters are still like leveling up and stuff. 
because the developers really wanted everybody to get all the way through the game. They didn't want to have people not finish. Not finish. So huh. it, it looks really good. Uh, the art style reminds me of uh, Jet Set Radio Future, somewhat, the, those games. Okay. It's got, not that it's cel-shaded, but it's just got yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's very distinctive. Yeah, it's that kind of like character design and everything. Very bright colors. But I, I'm looking forward to playing it. I don't need it right now, so I'm hoping it goes on sale at some point. Well, that is available for $40 on your DS. Uh, again, it's called The World Ends With You. And that is the last game that we have that's a DS only. Moving on to the PlayStation 3. Um, Call of Duty 4 Game of the Year Edition. Right. Moving on to the PlayStation 2. Right. We've talked about that enough. Um, Riding Star. <laughs> Another Again, equestrian game. called Not It. <laughs> yeah, this is this is kind of the reason we're giving away a championship pony this week. Right. In honor of, of this game as well. Riding Star. Um yeah, it's uh, it's got a guy that I don't know, Ludger Beerbomb, if he means anything to you. No? He officially endorses this game and and gives you training tips and advice. Is that like Carol 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 Vorderman? Vorderman? Uh, I, don't, I know. don't know who they are, but they really want me to buy their Sudoku game. Well, I think we found out Carol Vorderman is like some kind of like British TV personality. Um, so who is Lud I, Ludger Beerbomb? I, I think he must really be into into horse uh, dressage. You didn't even or... Wikipedia him? Oh, no. I, I was convinced he was worth the money. Um, so this game... You didn't even question it. No, I didn't question it. It, it okay. just made just sense. Just don't question it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's $15. It's it's not that good looking, but it has all your standard uh, horse jumping... <laughs> well, at least you're honest. ...racing. Yeah. So if you're looking for a not-that-good-looking pony simulator, buy Riding Star. You need to, like, clean off their hoofs and stuff. Moving on. Moving on. Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3 FES. Yes. No, FES. Which stands for... Hold on. I'll find it. Uh, <laughs> Festival of Persona 3. Fes. Apparently that's the Japanese. Oh, okay. I was going to say that. That doesn't... That doesn't... <laughs> I know, but I, I swear. I get the festival part. Okay, Fes. so I've already talked about um, Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3 because that has come out in August. So that's been out. Uh, the fest stands for, as I said, Festival of Persona 3. It includes Persona 3 and a new whole storyline that begins after Persona 3 ended okay. that adds 30 hours of gameplay. The other thing that it changes is that your difficulty settings can be set to hard instead of just easy and average. Which oh, is what probably they from before. the beginning. Yeah, and uh, you get twenty three new twenty three new personas, new weapon synthesizing system, and you can cu customize clothing. Okay, and that is very and it's only thirty dollars as yeah. compared to the original, which came out for fifty. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's a very highly regarded RPG. One of the, supposed to be one of the best ones of the last gen. So. For thirty bucks, it really sounds like a good yeah. deal. And if you buy it at Fry's, you can get it for twenty five. Right. And if you have the original game and you still have your save file, I think you can start up uh, in the new chapters. Like, you don't have to play it through again. You can oh, just start with your old sweet. save file. That's nice. Um, so that's it for the PlayStation 2, Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3 FES. We also have the PlayStation Portable game coming out. The only game coming out for the PSP, which is Chameleon, which I talked about when it came out for the DS. It's a puzzle game. It's you've got little hexagon characters all over your screen, and you want to 
make them all your colors. It's like one of those color territory battle things. Okay. Um, that so, one's only $20. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's about how I feel, too. <laughs> PC. Moving on to the PC. We have a couple games that we thought would be good to talk about. Uh, Lineage 2, the fourth anniversary edition. That's a weird Woo-hoo! anniversary. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It's been out for a while, then. Right. So, it is an all-encompassing collection of all the Lineage 2... Expansions. Expansions that have come out this point. Okay. Harbingers of War, Age of Splendor, Rise of Darkness, Scions of Destiny, Oath of Blood, Interlude, the Camel, Camel, and the new one, which is Hellbound. That is a lot of expansions. Yes. And the new one, the new update, your level cap goes up, and you get a pet system that includes new wolves. (laughs) Okay. So it's a, uh, you get all that for $40, which seems to me like a good deal if you really like Lineage or you bought maybe one or two of those expansions but didn't get them all. So. Yeah, it's an MMO. I, I think it's a free one to play, too. So I think this $40 is all you have to pay, and then you can play it free online. Not positive on that, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, and also for the PC, we have Sword of the Stars Collector's Edition. Okay. Kind of the same type thing where... This is an older game that came out, I think, in 2005, but this is all the expansion packs uh, bundled in with it. And it also has a paperback novel uh, and, like, an extra CD with a bunch of making of and artwork and that type of stuff. Uh, so it's the original game and the expansion pack, and it's one of those 4X strategy games. Um, I don't know. I don't know much about it. It's, it's set in space. I'm sure if people are interested in it, they've heard of it by now. Um, on the DL with the shipwrecks. That is us, and we have a lot of games on the DL. There's there's so, a few. There's five. Yeah, that's a lot for what there's been. Yeah. So on the virtual console, Fantasy Star Three: Generations of Doom. Right. Uh, this was a Sega Genesis game that is an RPG. Most people who are familiar with this game are familiar with the Fantasy Star group of games. Okay. Um, this one is a little bit different than the other games in that it's not. It doesn't, like, the storyline doesn't follow Fantasy Star 2. Okay. Well, it I mean, doesn't wrap anything up from Fantasy Star 2. All right. There's so nothing. Final Fantasies never follow each other. So, right. Okay. Um, and I haven't see. played much of the Fantasy Star games in the past. Uh, I know they were kind of like a first-person dungeon crawl type thing when I played them. Yeah. It, I don't know. I don't know much about... I, all I know about the Fantasy Star games, because, again, I haven't really played them, is that... Um, Fantasy Star 3 is kind of the odd sheep of the family in that it's the most different from the rest of the Fantasy Star games. Okay. And because of that, there's a group of people that really love them, really love it. There's also a group of people that really hate it. Gotcha. So I would not probably start with Fantasy Star 3 if you'd never played one before. And if you had, you probably already know about this game and don't need me to tell you about it. This is on the Sega Genesis collection for the PlayStation 2. So, uh... Eight dollars for the downloadable version. Yeah, we say that a lot, but really, just buy the Sega Genesis collection. Yeah, twenty bucks. Uh, moving on to River City Ransom, also for the Wii Virtual Console. Yeah, this is the Nintendo uh, brawler, side-scrolling beat 'em up. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it had a good sense of humor back in the day. You could level up your characters between levels by like, you go into a restaurant, you get some like chicken soup or hot chocolate or whatever, and it would like increase your stats. And then you could you could buy other power ups that like increase your punches, and you could pick up lead pipes and and chains and everything. And 
And uh, it was a lot of fun. I liked the character design on it, too. Sounds kind of... Yeah, for $5, it's not bad. In a random sort of way. Uh, Moving on to the 360 downloadable games. Okay, we have Lost Cities, which is a... Uh, another one of those board games, I think it's, uh, I don't know if it's a European one, but it's one of those not standard American board games. Um, and it's basically just a card game, for the most part, where the cards are split up into four different uh, colors. So, I mean, basically it's like your different suits of a standard card deck. So you have four different color things, and they have all have numbers from two to ten. Okay. And there's a few other cards in the game, too, that like multiply your scores and stuff like that. Right. But... The majority of the game is played with these cards. Okay. And it's it's kind of like Racco in a sense. I love Racco. <laughs> I know you too. <laughs> it's it's like Racco in a sense that each one of these like uh, decks or, or suits of cards, colors of right. cards, represents a uh, like journey that you go on. Okay. So it that's where this whole Lost City thing comes into play. Is that they're themed? So you have to start off with a. Uh, a low card. You want to okay. start off with a low card. And you want to build those cards uh, successively up. Like, you can't... Once you put down a 2, and then you want to put it down... Like, if you put down a 5, you can't put down a 3 or a 4 anymore. I don't anymore. know why, but this same, it sounds really familiar. Like, I've played it before. Maybe you have. I don't know. But, uh... So you, you want to be able to get a certain amount of cards. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe, maybe you have to end with a 10, or maybe you have to have a certain amount of cards before your journey's complete. But and it, it has a scoring system where you you start off with negative points and then you add up the number of cards or the numbers on the cards and then that's what you score. So it's a two-player game and I don't think you'll be able to play it locally because it all depends on the other person not knowing what cards you have. You can play it upstairs and I can play it downstairs. We, we could play it that way, yes. But it looks really fun. But then we'd have to buy it twice. No, we'd, we'd be able to... We'd no, be able because to you'd have to be signed in for me to play. No, as you long as you download it on, on one... And then I signed it to the other one. It's log contents oh, that's right. to the that's machine right. and to the gamer tech. I know. I've got an excellent guide on it on Cheap Ass Gamer if you'd like to read. <laughs> so I've heard. And there are still days when I have no idea if I'm going to be able to sign in and it's going to work. So, anyway, um, moving on to Metal Arms, a glitch in the system, which is available for download for the 360. Really? Yes. And Remo the Cat has entered the uh, podcast. You'd say it's time to wrap up? Okay, we're almost done. <laughs> she wants a treat. Yes. Uh, these are the Xbox originals. Metal Arms was a it was a third-person shooter where you were this little robot, and you got upgrades as you went along. It was really difficult. I remember that. Uh, it's a lot of fun for, like, I don't know, the first level or two. Okay. And then it just gets way too hard for me. But if if you really want it, it's only 6 or $7 at EB, like EB or GameStop. So I don't know why you wouldn't just buy the Xbox version of it. Is like, it backwards compatible? Can you play it? Yeah, all of these Xbox originals are backwards compatible. Okay. So, that so it's using like the same emulation and everything. Uh, um, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Yeah, that was the third Tom Clancy Splinter Cell game. Okay. Um, yeah, it's the same type of thing. I mean, it's it's an old Splinter Cell game that you can get for around $5 at, at GameStop. So, I don't know why you play $15 to have this take up all that room on your hard drive. Like, Chibi and Wombat were talking about this, too. But, yeah, these games take up... I know that one's a pretty big one. It takes up, like, four or five gigs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem worth it. No. 
All right. Well, wrapping up, we hope you enjoyed the show. As always, our show is sponsored by GoDaddy. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCasts or CAG4Play, enter code GAMER1, that's G-A-M-E-R-1, and get your .com domain name for just six ninety five a year. Some restrictions apply. See their site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. All right, and then to remind everybody, there is that Gamepedia coupon still out there. Which we used. Yes, you bought Bookpedia. I did, I bought Nancy Bookpedia. Drews. Right, because they're starting, the collection's getting out of hand, and they can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, so you got um, that. Uh, the code for that is CheapAssGamer, all one word, and that gets you 10% off any of the Pedia right. database now applications for the Now here is where Mac. I'm going to make my suggestion, because we've talked about Delicious Library, which includes them all in one, mm-hmm. but it does not work as well as the Pedias. Right. So we need Mediapedia. Which what, does them all. Well, they all kind of interact with each other. I think that's kind of one of the reasons that, that the PDS work right. a little bit better than Delicious Library. Because I want one that does books and DVDs because I have Nancy Drew, things of both. Right. What, which I think the PDS will talk with each other somehow. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that's the main issue. Is but you should be able to just buy all of the versions like on a, all in, in one big file. Or whatever. Like maybe if you buy them all, you save a little bit of money, and they should just call it Mediapedia because they, they like it. They do give you discounts based on how many you how buy. many you buy. But it, they don't have a comic book one, which is also the problem that you've come up with because there isn't anything really good out there for comic books. No, not that great. There's, not that there's, downloads the pictures and does the cover flow view and yeah. There, there's one called Comics 2.0 or something like that, which is okay. It's just not that great. These these bougie products are just really good and. Yeah, so check them out if um, you have a Mac and want to look into it. Yeah, yeah, Macs. We like Macs. Wombat likes his new Mac. Yeah, he just bought it today. Good. Um, we're slowly converting one PC <laughs> gamer at a time. Um, as always, leave us positive feedback on iTunes and dig us. Uh, check us out in written version on Cheap Ass Gamer and check out the CADcast. This week it was yesterday. Yeah, they, they had a little scheduling uh, change because Ty, Ty had a fever. Ty had a fever. But they're going to have another CAG, uh, a live CAG cast on Thursday. They haven't done a live in a while. No, so Thursday night, I think 8.30 or 9, they're going to have a have a live show. So check that out. Email us at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com or send us PMs or instant messages or... I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Whatever. There's lots of methods to communicate with us. And as you can probably tell, we've been trying to incorporate those on the show. Yeah. So I think that just about does it for this week. You better get back to catching some fish, I yeah, guess. Yeah, i got lots of River King to play. And I've got more Final Fantasy IX to play. And I don't busy. know. I'll just talk about Touch Detective 2, one and a half. This is made me want to play it. i I, I got to uh, finish up... Uh, Meet the parents. Meet the Robinsons. Meet, meet the Robinsons. Meet the parents, the video game, would be better than Meet the Robinsons. Yeah. And it's like, what, 9.30? Are you really going to bed now? <laughs> I mean, because seriously, it's about <laughs> synonymous. What are you, 80? <sighs> All right, well, let's go catch some fish. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>